I'm yeah, shocked. That's, that's a I'm terrible. Not I'm not Go done. ahead. On. Go ahead. Get... Oh, I'm going to hold that against you. You're not drafting true to you. Hey there, this is LJ, owner and founder of Smart Moms Plan Disney and Smart Moms Travel. Welcome to the Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast. I wish I could be with you for every episode, but don't worry, I have chosen an awesome host who will be with you each and every week. I love her and I know you will too. Here's Allie. Welcome back to the Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast. I am so excited because we have a very, very special and uniquely different episode for you today. I am here with LJ and Carla. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. And we are going to take a deeper dive into one of the topics of our season, but we're going to break the Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast mold, and we are going to do it completely differently than we have done so far. Maybe our listeners know, and maybe they don't, but I am a big football fan. And in the world, <laughs> in the world of the NFL, we have just passed through the draft and the schedule release. And it's time to start thinking about fantasy football teams. And that sort of inspired a new technique that we are going to use here on the podcast that we are calling our fantasy land drafts. Are you both ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. You guys are going down. <laughs> well, what you don't know about me is I am extremely competitive. <laughs> and so have you, what we're going to be doing is drafting from the Magic Kingdom today. We're going to dive a little deeper into this theme park that is clearly the biggest Walt Disney World draw that there is. And we are all going to be drafting one ride or attraction from each of the themed lands within Magic Kingdom, along with a quick service restaurant, a sit down restaurant, and one wild card pick. Do you have strategies? Have you been thinking about your picks? Do you sort of know what directions you'd like to go with this? Yeah, I feel like I'm ready. And I feel like the food was the hardest for me, but I managed. What about you, Carla? I agree. I'm coming in. I did a little bit of research. Um, I'm coming in hot. Coming in for both of y'all. <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're going to build these Fantasyland teams by pulling and drafting the attractions, rides, and food that we love the most about Magic Kingdom. And we are going to build our teams, put them out on social media where all of our listeners can vote on which of the three of us have the best team. And I don't know what the prize is yet. Probably just the victory of saying we won the first Fantasyland. I think we should really have a real prize. Come on. This okay. is legit. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm always down for a real prize. I mean, I'm not going to turn away anything for free. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So we're going to go snake style today, meaning that one of us will be in position one, one of us will be in position two, and one of us will be in position three. Person that is in position three will draft both in the third and fourth picks and going kind of through in that snake style as we go. You can draft in any order you'd like. And once something has been chosen, you can no longer take it. It is off the board. Uh. Okay, you guys are like, I'm going to just put it out there. I'm not a sports fan here, so you're going <laughs> to have to dumb this down and like really tell me what you need from me. <laughs> you're going to pick one ride or attraction from Adventureland, Fantasyland, Frontierland, Liberty Square, Main Street USA, and Tomorrowland in any order you would like, along with a sit-down dining restaurant, a quick service restaurant, and one wild card. It could be absolutely anything 
from within Magic Kingdom theme park. You're going to build your team of rides, attractions, and food, and then we are going to vote on which of us has the best Magic Kingdom day. Okay, we are going to spin the wheel. It is not rigged. Our names are all on there once. We are seeing who is going to go first. (laughs) And let me clarify, the only person seeing this is Allie. I could screenshot it if you'd like. I would like proof. I would like Okay. All right, wheel is spinning. Our first picker today. Oh, oh, oh. It's LJ. LJ is in spot one. Carla, here we go. Spinning. Carla is in spot two. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. And, and I will be in spot three. That will mean LJ will go first. Carla will go second. And then I will go third with both the third and fourth pick. And you kind of go snake style from there. I'm not a sports person either. So I don't okay. know what that means. Allie, Carla, LJ. LJ, Carla, Allie. Allie, Carla, LJ. Okay. Just keeps going like that? Yep. All right. Ladies, are you ready to start drafting? Let's do it. Oh my gosh. So the pressure's on me. Like I can pick from anything. For, you like... get opening picked of this draft. It's yours. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to go with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. LJ, talk to us about Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Where is that from? Why'd you pick it? Um, Fantasyland. And I picked it because I feel like it's the ride that like everybody runs to. If they're there at Rope Drop, like they want to go to it- Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Like I didn't, I also, I like didn't, it's definitely my first pick for my kids. So we're going with it. It's one of the best coasters in Magic Kingdom. I love it because you don't have to be that tall to ride it. I think the height requirement is maybe 38 or 40 inches. And so all of my kids got to ride it really, really young. It's 38 inches. So it is one of those like first coasters that the kids can get on. They grow so quick that it's like very next trip. They're back on seven. Super fun. It's so fun. And the mine carts are kind of swaying as you're going through the coaster. And it's an individual lightning lane as it is right now at Magic Kingdom, which just kind of solidifies that this is a prime attraction within the park. Everybody loves it. The wait is rarely under I would even say 90 minutes, not even an hour. I mean, it's always with a line. Yep. <laughs> All right. LJ has Seven Dwarves Mine Train, Fantasyland. Carla, you're up. I'm going for a classic in Liberty Square. I'm going Haunted Mansion. Oh, I know that this one has a huge following. So if you're out there, give me a vote for this. <laughs> um, this is the ride that I absolutely have to ride every time I go to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, this is very funny because in our Magic Kingdom episode, if you haven't listened, make sure you go back and do. We kind of forgot about Haunted Mansion. I was saying that I sort of lump it in with Fantasyland, but you are in fact correct. It is in Liberty Square. It's one of the only things in Liberty Square and it's super fun. I mean, it's amazing. My kids, even even my little ones that are a little bit afraid of scary things still, they love the Haunted Mansion. It's Disney scary. It's not scary, scary. It's so it, fun. And that song will get cut in your head all day long. Which song is that? <laughs> well, I'm not going to sing it now, but it's the one when you're in the graveyard and they're singing really fast. We just went on the Keys to the Kingdom tour at Magic Kingdom, and we learned a whole lot of history about the Haunted Mansion and how it was 
actually one of the very first things that was a carbon copy just brought on over from Disneyland and they didn't have to move the railroad tracks to accommodate for it at Disney World because it was there already. It was an original attraction. Whereas at Disneyland, they actually did have to create a tunneling system for the train to be able to put Haunted Mansion in. So they had enough foresight at Walt Disney World knowing what a huge hit this this ride is to go ahead and bring it along when they opened the park initially. Okay, so it's my turn. And Carla went where I was going. I know you're going to say. So um, I am going, don't, not, I'm going mm-hmm. Frontierland and I'm going to take Thunder Mountain. I like it. It is one of, I don't know, would you say there are still three mountains at Magic Kingdom? Oh, hard question. So I'm taking Thunder that is the train coaster iconic mountain in Frontierland at Walt Disney World. And it is so fun. It has a higher height requirement than the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train has. So you do have to wait a little longer. My five-year-old twins finally are tall enough to ride this coaster. So we're almost checking off every single thing at Magic Kingdom. There's still a few that they can't hit, but they love this ride. It is super fast. It's actually a really big coaster, I think. And it is um, definitely one of my favorite attractions in Magic Kingdom. And I don't think I want to ask you both yet if it's your favorite mountain because, well, there's still something on the board and I really don't want to know where everybody stands. But I'm taking Thunder Mountain in Frontierland. It's iconic. It's super fun. And then, okay, I'm thinking I'm going to go with Liberty Square as well. And I'm going to take the riverboat because there's not a whole lot over there. And I really don't want to get stuck with the other things that are over there. (laughs) Honestly, it's not really a classic or iconic attraction in my opinion. I think some people love it. I am drafting mostly on not wanting to get stuck with the third Liberty Square attraction. (laughs) So Carla, that's going to bring it to you for your second pick. Um, I am going to go to... Oh, this is difficult. And I, I feel like Allie's pick of Liberty Square like floored me. And I'm like, whoa, there's way more strategy to this than I was realizing. Yeah. And that's where I'm getting stuck at because she's so stinking smart sometimes. <sighs> I am extremely committed. I would never go into something without strategy. But I, I don't want to just win. I want to have actually the best fantasy land here. Okay. I'm going to go to Frontierland Quick Service. I'm going to go Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn. What do you love about it? Um, I love the options there. I don't know if they brought this back and if somebody can confirm this. They used to have all of the toppings out and this was pre-COVID. But you could get like queso and guacamole and salsa and lettuce. And okay, like we've talked about this. Magic Kingdom food is subpar. It's not the best. Um, It is all your typical uh, selections of, you know, hot dogs and chicken tendies and all those things. So Pecos Bill, you can get tacos and nachos and all those things. And I really like just having that option. Yeah, that was what I was going to take in quick service as well. So I'm getting a little salty here with your picks. But when we just did our Keys to the Kingdom tour that I was mentioning before, this is the lunch that they provided for us was Pecos Bill. And they did have a toppings bar set up for us, although we had a private 
area to eat in. And it was just after a long day and a lot of walking, it's really, really good flavors. And it's not typical for a theme park, just like you were saying. And it's definitely a go-to for my family. Absolutely. Just for the record, the regular tapping bar is not in operation yet. And I was like, without the tapping bar, no way. (laughs) That's a good point. It's a good point. It's going to bring us then... LJ, to your next pick. Okay, I'm going to go to Tomorrowland, and I'm taking Tron. Good pick. Talk to us about Tron. Okay, so Tron was the much-anticipated, brand-new, just, uh, gosh, when was it? Just a couple of weeks ago. You are basically riding a very forward-sitting, you're kind of laying forward over your bike. I feel like you get the experience of, like, flying. It's like moving pretty quickly. You're seeing a lot of things. I've ridden it twice now, which I know a lot of people have ridden it way more than I have at this point. But the second time I was in like the middle towards the rear, actually. And I actually was surprised by how much I enjoyed that because I had felt like, oh, you got to go front. But then now I was like everything that was happening behind the scene, like the front person kind of missed it. So I don't know if it's going to score really well in this game because people are like, haven't done it yet, but I feel like, eh, I'm going for it. It's a good one. It is. It's not my favorite. I've spoken, Carla and I actually spoke about Tron on this and it is a great addition to Magic Kingdom. It's a great roller coaster. It's big, it's fast, it's fun, but it's not Guardians. So for that reason, I have a hard time with it. It is not Guardians. I, I totally agree with you. All right. And you're up again. You have another pick. Oh, wait. How did, oh, 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 because now it goes to the top. Oh, yeah. my gosh. All right. I think I'm with the parade for Main Street. Festival of the Fantasy? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. And it's so fun. It happens twice a day. I believe it's about a half hour long, the parade route itself. And you see tons of characters and huge floats and everybody. The characters are interacting with you. They're coming up to you. I know one of our podcast hosts, Stacy, has talked before about Captain Hook coming up to her and how scared she was as a little girl and I can remember princesses looking down at my little ones that are dresses, you know, the princess that they are and, you know, drawing hearts in the sky and blowing them kisses. And it's something that's really, really, really important, I believe, to do on your Magic Kingdom Day. And I love watching it from Main Street, which is where you have selected it from. I think it's the most magical there because it has the correct setting for all of those characters. If you're going to watch it from Main Street, you're going to want to make sure you get there super early because those are prime spots and they can be really hard to get. So there are also some lesser known areas to watch the parade from. One being over, like just as you're transitioning Frontierland and Liberty Square, that's a pretty decent, less well-known spot to watch that parade. And sometimes we'll go over there and watch it. They start sitting down there like an hour or so before, and I'm just not about that life. Oh, I totally, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, but I don't have an hour to give to that. But if it's your only trip you're ever taking, maybe you feel differently. Uh, but that's a not miss for sure. The Festival of the Fantasy Parade, it's so fun. So, so many diverse characters. It's music. It's so, it's so wonderful. I'm going to oh, go piggyback ahead. off of uh, LJ's choice on Main Street, and I'm going to go with. Happily ever after. Oh, right before Allie chooses mm, it. That was my next. Wait, so wait, wait. this is going to be your firework I- show. This is going to be how you're ending your evening, maybe ending your trip. I know, Allie, you like to watch this on your last night, right? Oh, absolutely. First night, last night, every night. Yep. I can't believe it's not mine. Yeah, this is where um, it doesn't matter what age you are. You're, you're going to be tearing up. 
And you're going to be looking at your kids, at their faces, at their eyes, at their expressions. And it like, that's when you take it all in and you realize that's when you're patting yourself on the back. Like I made this happen. I planned this trip. Like this is why you did it for this last moment on Main Street USA watching Happily Ever After. It's everything. It's just now back. It's been back for a month. It was gone for the 50th. It is the most incredible show. The projections, the music, as soon as it starts, I'm crying. And then I pretty much don't stop until the end. And I've watched this show from several different viewing points within the park and outside of the park. There is not a bad seat to this show. It's phenomenal. It's beautiful. It's perfectly done. If you have not yet been and you haven't seen this show, you know, jump forward 10 seconds. Here's a spoiler alert. You can fly. You can fly. And Tinkerbell coming out of that castle, it is Disney. That is the moment. That is when you know that magic is real and Disney is real. And that is the moment on every trip that I love and cherish the most. Love it. You're up, Allie. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Okay. That's all right. We're getting in a groove. I am going to go to Tomorrowland and I am taking the other mountain. I actually prefer Space Mountain to Tron and Space is probably my favorite mountain. We just rode it and I rode it in the very back on my most recent trip and I had never ridden it there. It is so fast and it is so fun. It is probably double the length of Tron. It is classic and iconic, and I have two mountains. I have the only two mountains that are still open, so I feel really pretty decent about that. Space Mountain is different at Disney World than Disneyland if you've only ever ridden one. At Disneyland, you actually sit side by side, but at Disney World, you sit one in front of the other, and it is in the dark. You can kind of see the tracks, and I'm still that person. I've ridden it a million times that I'm afraid my hands are going to get chopped off, so I'm like wincing and pulling my arms down every time I'm riding it. But it's so much fun. It is my favorite attraction probably in Magic Kingdom, I would say. So I feel really good about having that. I don't think you should feel good about it. I want all of you out there that (laughs) have ridden this ride to remember how you felt, number one, when you had to extract yourself from the car after it was over because you are, you know, over five feet tall, unlike Allie. And then number two is the chiropractic adjustment and bills that you had to suffer because it is so janky. You are I love it. I'm like a skipper at this point. I'm like, eh, like I'll ride it if my kids are there and really excited to ride it with me. I'm just there with my agents and they don't need me to come along and be excited about it with them. I'm like, I'm going to skip it because I don't want to go to the chiropractor later on this week. (laughs) that's I I love it for its chiropractic adjustments I love it for its jankiness I just I don't want it updated I don't want it changed I will also skip attractions like you LJ but if somebody says to me do you want to ride space I'm I'm in I'm there yep don't ask me twice I'm coming the weight is never what it's posted if and, and I think this is one of the exceptions where it's the reverse of what people think. Usually if it says 10 minutes, I'm going to expect to wait 20. I don't know what it is about that that ride queue, but I feel like it always moves a little slower than it is posted it's going to. But it's still just my favorite. I love it. I have so much fun every time I'm on it. I think it's perfect. Keep Even for adding that, ad- that additional point of the line <laughs> takes longer than it should. No, it's so fun. There's so much to see and do in there. 
The queue is entertaining. The floor is sparkly. It's great. We need listeners to unite here and take up for Space Mountain because this is a super unfair assessment. And I'm not loving how everyone is dogging. Yeah, I think you should have went people mover on that one. But that was, you know, your choice. All right. We all have we all have three picks. I'm up again. I think we are doing a pretty a pretty decent job here. I'm seeing our picks take shape. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll keep drafting. Hey, Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast listeners. Have you joined our online communities yet? You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast, where we're connecting daily with listeners, answering questions, and sharing our favorite Disney memories. Joining one of our communities, especially on Facebook, is like pulling up your own chair and joining the conversation yourself. Why let Tuesday be the only day you hear from us? Come join us to continue episode conversations or maybe even tell us if you disagree with something we've said. We're planning trips, offering tips, and ready for you to pull up your chair. So follow the links in our show notes and join us at Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Welcome back, everyone. We are creating our Fantasyland teams today by choosing different rides, attraction, and food service within Magic Kingdom Park, talking about the things we love, the things we don't love, the things that are different about each of our experiences and the likes and dislikes that we have. So far, we each have three picks. Our teams are shaping up nicely. Are you both, are you happy with where you sit so far? I'm pretty happy with that last, that last pick of yours. I'm a little salty that I, I forgot that Happily Ever After was in Main Street. I feel like, oh, like what was yeah. it? Thinking? Yeah, that was, I think that was uh, a big one. I, within Smart Moms uh, Travel, I am a team leader. My team is called Happily Ever After. I can't, what am I thinking? Why don't I have that on my board? This is silly. Everybody yeah. knows that that's my show, but I didn't go that direction. It's fine. I have two mountains. I feel good. All right. Where are you going next, Allie? All right, I am up again. So I am going to jump to Adventureland and I am going to take the Pirates of the Caribbean. This is my favorite attraction in Adventureland. It's iconic. I have always loved the scene at the end with the dog and the keys. That's always been my favorite. The cannon scene in the dark after the hill is very, very cool. It's just impressive every single time. I recently also learned that this was not an opening day attraction at Magic Kingdom, although they did already have this attraction at Disneyland, and that visitors and guests that were coming to Magic Kingdom were so disappointed that there wasn't a Pirates that they had it up, operating, built, and everything within like less than a year of the park open because it's such a popular attraction. Everybody loves it. It combines so much of what Disney is all about with the storytelling and the the lifelike animatronics that they use in there. The costumes are all hand-sewn. They're beautiful slash, you know, dingy and gross because they work for the time yeah. period. So Pirates of the Caribbean, it's a successful movie franchise now. It's a song that everybody could sing if we asked them to. And it's the best ride in Adventureland. Solid choice, solid choice. I'm going to go ahead and eliminate LJ for Adventureland, and I'm going to say Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Good pick. Oh my gosh, Jungle Whatever. Cruise. So again, there's a um, you know a following out there for Jungle Cruise. 
um, you're on a boat, you are, um, you know, being entertained by your skipper, you know, at Christmas, it turns into Jingle Cruise, which is um, also entertaining. You get to see the backside of water. Um, it's just a good one. And really, uh, there's no, <laughs> there's not many more options for LJ to pick in Adventureland. <laughs> Jungle um, Cruise so is great. It's a solid choice. Jungle Cruise is fun. And it's one of a couple in Magic Kingdom that Walt himself was part of in concept and design. So it's definitely another staple that's there to stay inside the park and the backside of water, of course, as you said. And now it's also a movie, a movie franchise. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. You have made it tough. I'm going to move forward and choose my sit-down restaurant. And I'm going to choose Be Our Guest. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite restaurants, really, in all of property. It's the Beast Castle. I completely didn't realize like how you would look off and see be our guests in the distance, and you see like the castle sticking up. I completely thought we were going in there. Like I don't know how that like worked in my head, and it was way off and tiny. And we're like walking right up to the store. It's it's so well done. The theming is incredible. Feel like you're in the beast castle like everything is very exact to the movie but it's still it's still cool it's still really cool the third room is more like a celebration of the movie so you can't really go wrong either way and then the ballroom is always lovely it's it's gorgeous so really of the three rooms you can't there isn't a bad one and the food's amazing there's the gray stuff it's delicious the gray stuff is pretty good. And I do love the little teacup that you can paint when you're the kid's dessert is a little paint your own teacup of chip. And I think that that's here's where I'm going to offend you all day. That's the best part of this meal for me is the cute <laughs> little teacup that you can paint everything else. And I've talked about it on this show before feels a little bit like a missed opportunity. You're not wrong that it's beautiful. It really, really is a beautiful dining room, but we should have be our guest dance scene happening, you know, at least once during your dinner and it should be a character meal. And I, I just think it's a little bit of a miss, even though it is beautiful. I totally agree. I do miss the days where they offered um, quick service for lunch. So it used to be quick service at lunch and then it was the prefix meal at dinner so that you could get in there and you can see, and it was a decent price and, you know, if you had to sit in the third sad room uh, that LJ <laughs> claims isn't terrible, um, then it was fine. As is, uh, definitely agree, missed, missed opportunities all over the place. I think I'm going to use my wild card on Peter Pan in Fantasyland. Wow. I did not see that coming. Still, is I this technically her hidden gem? Yeah, this was a good... This was a good one. Peter Pan. I mean, it's a good one to get in wild card. It's arguably the most popular ride at Magic Kingdom because it always has at least a 75 minute wait. Although I'm not sure why. Why is it so much more beloved than some of the other attractions at Magic Kingdom? I'm not sure, but it is. People go crazy for it. It's the lightning lane that everybody grabs first thing. Most people do anyway. And you're going to be waiting for it if you don't have Genie Plus. I, I like it's a tough call for me, but I felt like it's the best thing left in any of the lands. So that's what I see my choices. I feel like I I'm not 
I'm definitely not an expert in how this game is played. <laughs> it was a good one. I, I I support that. So now then, Carla, you're up. Carla, I am yes. up. I am going back to Tomorrowland and I am hitting up the people mover because I know you guys out there like the people mover. <laughs> so this is your opportunity to rest your feet. It moves through uh, the insides of rides like Space Mountain. Um, it has some great views of the castle. If you can catch this during like sunset golden hour, the pictures that you will get are absolutely amazing. It's one of those rides that, I mean, it, it's not really necessarily a ride, but it just, it moves throughout Tomorrowland. Even when you're walking around in Tomorrowland, you're looking up, you're seeing the people going. It's just one of those like nostalgic fixtures and that's uh, one that people really love. And like I said, I'm always going for like the huge following. I know you guys are out there and I know you guys love the people mover, including you, Allie. I do um, love the but, people mover. You know, unfortunately you had to choose Space Mountain. Shame I still on you. stand I still stand by my pick of Space Mountain, although I do love the people mover and I probably ride the people mover more often because I'm doing a lot more adult trips lately and we like to just sit. I do love, I still stand by my pick. I still like Space Mountain more. Okay. That brings it to me. I yep. get two picks. I'm looking here at our board. I'm going to jump to Fantasyland. I'm going to take what Small World. I just, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm yeah, shocked. That's, that's a I'm terrible. Not I'm not Go done. ahead. Go ahead. I get, I get two picks, ladies. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm taking Hold Small on. World in Fantasyland and I'm taking Dumbo in my wild card. Ooh, that was a good one. Because small world for me, I also draft true to me. Okay. I'm not just looking for a popularity vote. True to <laughs> Clearly me. Clearly not. <laughs> small world is one of those attractions that every time I ever went to Disney World when I was a little girl, my mom loved riding small world. Our day was not complete if we didn't ride it. We used to love going through all of the different rooms. And now I do it with my kiddos where we look at each of the lands and we find our favorite pu puppet or doll and our favorite outfit that they're wearing. And you can see constant updates where they're incorporating actual Disney characters and costuming throughout the ride. So I like that it changes and there's usually always something new to see. I like that it's sort of a long ride because it's also then that extended break period. I think it's fun. I think it's lively. I love the last room that you sail through where it's people from all of the lands in like white and silver outfits. I think that's really beautiful. So that's why I'm taking Small World. And then, of course, I'm taking Dumbo because what an icon. Obviously, Dumbo is a staple that's never going anywhere. It's back sort of in that circus area of Fantasyland that exists now. It's so fun and it's so popular that they actually have two of the spinning uh, rides. And the ride queue actually has a playground in it because... People know that kids get restless, so you could go play in that Dumbo playground. It's a great area for your kids to unwind and for you to get a little bit of a break before you ride the attraction because nobody wants to wait an extended period of time for like one minute, which is what you do with Tron, LJ. True. I mean, it's Tron, so it's totally worth it. <laughs> so I feel good, even though y'all are dogging my picks, I feel good about those. I feel like they're two iconic rides, two things that everybody, especially that's never been to Magic Kingdom, want to do. And I feel like they're must-sees for a lot of people. Okay, back to me. 
For my sit-down restaurant, I am going to pick Cinderella's Royal Table. Oh, I'm going to hold that against you. You're not drafting true to you. Yes, you I don't am. Even, you don't even like this restaurant. Um, You know, it is, and you're right. Listen, I have an issue with the restaurants at Magic Kingdom. I do. It's a fact. But this is iconic to all the princesses out there. They want to be inside the castle, right? So they want to sit down at Cinderella's royal table. The princesses are back. You get to dine inside the castle. It is the only opportunity to get inside the castle, is it not? Well, yeah, it's it's iconic in itself. So Uh, as an adult, if I'm going and I do not have my children, I get to sit in the castle. I get to see Cinderella and I get to drink a glass of champagne. And I don't really think there's like anything better than that little opportunity right there, especially. And I'm okay being inside the castle during the fireworks at this moment with my glass of champagne. Yeah. That does sound nice. All right. Just all saying. right. It's yours. Cinderella's Royal Table. I prefer Carla, breakfast there. For sure. I back your pick up all day long. It was my second pick to be our guest. And you can just pick to try to win the game. If you want. Well, that's yeah, fine. I, if I you want totally shallow at this point, and I'm going to pick. If you want to pick to win the game, that's on you. But I'm going to pick true to me. That's fine. That's fine. Everybody plays their own way. LJ, sure. with that, that's you. Your pick. My, all right, my turn. I'm gonna take my quick service, Harbor House. Both, I think, to win the game, and also because I love it. I think it's gonna be a very popular pick for most. The seafood options, the lobster rolls, are part of like the fabric of Disney for me. I want to have one of those whenever I'm there. I also really love getting the salmon with the green beans. I feel like it's hard to get like quality, good for you food in Magic Kingdom. But I I don't constantly eat things that are just going to, like, make me feel bad and stuff. So Columbia Harbor House offers a good option. But then, like, all the fried fish and everything like that as well. So I feel like it's just making everybody happy. So I'm a huge Columbia Harbor House fan, and you should be too. That's a good one. Before you make your next pick, it's going to be your turn again. We're going to take one more quick break. Hey, wait, wait, wait. I know you're ready to get back to the podcast, but I've got something very simple for you to do. Join my Facebook group, Disney Planning Made Simple. I'm Stacy, one of your podcast hosts, and I have a sweet, friendly Facebook group made for those of us who thrive in the simple pleasures of life, things like family, food, and Disney. Join at facebook.com slash groups slash Disney Made Simple or follow with the link in the show notes. We'll be so happy to see you there. Hey there, friends. I'm Katie Boone, one of your podcast co-hosts. I'd love to invite you to join my Facebook Disney planning community called Planning Disney with Babies, Toddlers, and Preschoolers. In my group, I love discussing all the aspects of planning your magical vacation with little ones. Find my community at facebook.com slash groups slash plan Disney with little ones. Again, that's facebook.com slash groups slash plan Disney with little ones. When you join, don't forget to tell me you heard about my group on the podcast. See you there. Welcome back, everyone. We have three picks remaining on our boards here. LJ has her second pick. She has just taken Columbia Harbor House in quick service, and you are up again. All right. I'm going to have to take Aladdin and Adventureland. You guys (laughs) left me no choice. The Tiki Room, maybe. We left that. I already said it. She already said Aladdin. Yeah, I know. It's hers. I stand by Aladdin over the Tiki Room any day of the week and twice on Sundays. I like Jungle Cruise, but I really love, I do love Aladdin. Like, 
the camel spits, it goes up and down, your kids get to do the control, the view, like, you're getting to see everything, the queue is very short, usually they're by where you can get dull whips, like, everything good is happening at Aladdin, so I'm, I'm, I, I stand by Aladdin. Did you just say it was better than Jungle Cruise? I, she did I try said, to say that. Did everybody hear that? I said, I said in the right circumstances, which are Meaning that, like Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise is, closed. is closed. Yeah, <laughs> Jungle Cruise Pirates closed. Pirates of the Caribbean is closed. Jungle Cruise, ungodly long line. Like it, it truly be can. like eighty minutes for the freaking Jungle Cruise. I'm like, I'm out. Let me go to the magic carpets of Aladdin and ride this in the next ten minutes. Get a Dole Whip and still have like forty five minutes left. That's true. And I would never wait eighty minutes for some animatronic animals when we have the real safari over at Animal Kingdom. I'm just definitely not doing it. I agree. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. All right. Carla, that's going to send it to you. Okay. It looks like I have to pick a Fantasyland ride. And since, you know, Allie, you picked uh, everything it's else. It's a small world and Dumbo. I'm going to go with Little Mermaid. This is a great opportunity to see some of your favorite characters from The Little Mermaid. The queue is beautiful. The air condition is spectacular. The songs are great. Ariel is back in her grotto when you get off the ride or before, whatever you want. You get to see Zaddy at the end. You don't get to count two attractions. It's coming for me. Ariel's meet and greet does not count. That's its own deal. Listen, guys, um, (laughs) did you hear me that I said you get to see Zaddy at the end (laughs) in all his glory? Um, I I think that this is surely a, a win over It's a Small World. Okay, if you well, have you can... to mention that air conditioning in your ride, then it's probably not going to get you that many points. That's just, I'm just no. saying that. Uh, bitter party of one that just picked <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> All right. Erroneous. You saying mermaid is better than small world is very much akin to LJ saying carpets is better than jungle, but <laughs> you guys are just getting nervous here. It is my Go. turn. Okay. I still have a couple of things that are interesting on my board. I am going to go now, though, to my Main Street pick, and I am picking the Walt Disney Railroad. This is just reopened. It had been closed for a very long time as they were working on building Tron and incorporating the railroad tracks to go sort of through and around it. This was one of Walt's himself. This is one of his greatest passions in life was the railroad. He was very adamant that the park would always have a railroad. It has stops throughout the park, including one over sort of near uh, Frontierland, Adventureland, where that kind of separates, and over in Fantasyland. So you can get on and off different places, but the main hub is the big train station at the front of the park. That is actually what you see when you approach the park, is that train station. The castle is actually hidden, which is one of my favorite things about Magic Kingdom itself, is that that castle is not the first thing you see, even though you expect that it is, but it is that railroad station. So I love that. It has a viewing deck where you can stand up there and you can look out over Main Street, Town Square, and the castle itself. So I love it. I think it's amazing. I'm happy to have it on my board. And for any Smart Moms travel agents listening today, the hidden Mickey on today's episode is Railroad. I'll give you that. That is one of my favorite views. It's kind of my 
my first stop when I enter on the main street is heading up those stairs and just taking a moment to take all of main street in the castle, the view up there. I'm so glad it's reopened because for a long time they closed off um, these stairs and you couldn't go up. Like the train's been closed forever. Right. But you know, for like over a year, they've closed the stairs up. You couldn't even go up there anymore, but so happy to have that back. I love that view. It's one of my favorites. Riding the train is it is so underrated what that is at Magic Kingdom. And then it's also a character viewing spot. That train station itself, uh, you have at different points in the day, you have princesses that are standing up there. And I don't just mean a princess or two. It's like seven or eight or nine princesses up there. And then they come down the stairs and they'll wave at you. That's a staple. I'm super happy to have it on my board. Okay. I have food left on my board, which everybody knows I saved it because it's my least favorite food at Magic Kingdom is not my thing, with the exception of one restaurant. And the two of you may have gotten the headliner sit downs, the princess meals in the castles and all of that. I am going true to me. The best sit down, the best food in Magic Kingdom is at Skipper Canteen. So I'm taking that in my sit down restaurant category. This is where you get interesting flavors and spices and dishes that are unique and not like anything else you would find. You're not going to be having prime rib in the middle of the day at Magic Kingdom when it's 102 degrees out. You can get flavorful cocktails that are unlike anything else at the other restaurants. They have secret menu items that are very popular, even though they're supposed to be secret. The menu is while extravagant and exotic, also perfect for a picky eater. You can still get those staples that your kiddos are going to like. And the best part about it, it's a pretty easy reservation to snag. You're not going to be stressing about scoring the reservation. You're not going to be spending you know, two hours in the dining experience. You're going to be full. You're going to have delicious flavor. And you weren't going to have to stay up really late or get up really early and be panicked about scoring the reservation. I respect it. Have you been, Allie? Skipper Canteen? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I love it. Is it a must for you? Okay. It's not a must because no restaurants at Magic Kingdom are a must for me. We we typically aren't sitting down. But if I am going to be sitting down, that is the one I would like to go to. It is an adventure land, sort of right when you walk in. It'll be on your right. And I think it's extremely underrated. One of the most underrated things in Magic Kingdom. Okay. I'm going to hit up my wild card. And I am going to go for Sleepy Hollow in Liberty Square. Ooh, that's a good pick. As kind of a, like, one-stop shop. I Okay, so let's talk location. It is on the side of the castle, which, in all honesty, I think some of the side views of the castle are better than the front views. That's just my opinion. It's gorgeous. You have the moat. The restaurant is right there at the... If you're looking at the castle, it's to your left. And it's right as you enter Liberty Square. This is where you're going to get your waffles with fresh fruit and Nutella. Or you're going to get that spicy sweet chicken with the coleslaw. It's just kind of one of those. I don't know. It's I love it. I love the flavors there. I love its location. I love sitting there. There's normally ducks, Disney ducks around. I um, It's kind of a must for me. I wholeheartedly support Sleepy Hollow as your choice. And I was like, mm, I really enjoy it. I feel like there's not a lot of like places to grab any kind of decent breakfast. Good choice. Good pick. LJ, that brings us to you. This is your last, your last two picks. You're up. 
for Frontierland, I'm going to pick the Country Bear Jamboree because there are no other options. I think you actually left a big one on the board. But I'm not going to say it because Carla still has to go. I mean, the only thing I had down was the well, rail. I don't know. Well, she, she gets to I, go again now, so maybe you just gave her a clue. You picked the railroad, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Then... Um, and we can't pick the ride previously that's no longer there. Is that up? On, is that on the table? No way. Absolutely not. That's close. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Then we'll move on because I don't think anything else beats the Country Bear Jamboree. And then I'm going to have to pick the whole of the presidents for Liberty Square. There's <laughs> Do we think that LJ just got the worst rider attraction at Magic Kingdom? I don't know. Uh, Carousel of Progress. Sorry, <laughs> Katie. Like if we're going to talk about Ariel from air conditioning standpoint... <laughs> If we're going to start talking about being cool, you can stroll your stroller like right into that foyer part. And, like, yes, the attraction itself is like iffy, but it has a lot of positive things that go along with it. That's that's my story. All right. Good justification there. Good way to try to spin. Carla. All right. What do I have left? Frontierland okay. is your final remaining. Frontierland. Um, I'm going to go with Tom Sawyer Island. And I know that this is not a pick, or I, I would imagine that many of you have not even been over there. But here's where I'm coming from. And I actually love to spend, actually, my kids probably will spend an hour over there. So I have tweenagers. I have a 10 and 11-year-old. They like to explore and they like to do things on their own. And I know that once we get on that island, they do not get off the island unless we're going back over together. So what I like to do, I like to sit at the rocking chairs facing Big Thunder Mountain. My husband and I will bring a deck of cards. The kids go and run. They go through all the little mazes, through the fort. They love it. And I get like an hour of peace and quiet and views of the boat going by and views of Big Thunder Mountain. So this is my choice. I have not been to Tom Sawyer Island Mostly because I have little kids. I don't like I'm not at a point where they could run around the island really by themselves. And I just like I don't want to climb up in the Swiss family treehouse. I don't want to run around the island. So we haven't been over there yet. I mentioned on the Magic Kingdom episode, I kind of wish that the island would be reimagined because I think that it's a missed opportunity similarly to be our guest. However, for what was remaining, I guess, in Frontierland, I think that whole land could use an overhaul. You know, when I take one attraction and we're left with, I guess the best that's there is the Country Bear Jamboree, then <laughs> right. it kind of feels like the land needs an overhaul in itself. So it's a solid pick with what you had left. So before I make my last pick, let's talk about some of the things that we left that we didn't pick. Ooh, there's so many good ones. Eventually in the Tiki Room, I had mentioned, I actually don't go in the Tiki Room, but for history and for nostalgia, I know it's super important to the fabric of Magic Kingdom. Like, even my kids are like, what is happening here? And I'm like, I don't really know. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It's kind of nostalgic. It's kind of like Country Bear Jamboree that like you, I don't know. It's just, it's cute. It's nostalgic. It's there um, and we're all wondering why, but we know it has history. So we respect it. Totally sort of agree. Like um, Fantasyland, we left Winnie the Pooh in the carousel. And uh, Fairy Tale Hall, which I think is important. I think that, uh, you know, getting to see princesses and having that interaction with them without having to go to a character meal is super important. Yeah, we left both of those. Enchanted Tales with Belle, 
my daughter has gotten to be the beast in that show twice. Uh, so it's very special to me. It is a great way to meet Belle. It's a great show slash attraction and your kids will love it. To Carla's point, the Hall of the Princesses is wonderful. The only issue I have there is you wait a really long time and you only get to meet two or three, I believe, on each side. And at Epcot, yeah, at Epcot, you just have such a better chance to meet the princesses and more of them with less of a wait. And so we typically meet the princesses at Epcot. We also did not pick Mickey's Philhar Magic. I like my kids love it. The music's so good. The surprise at the end—I won't give it away, but it's super fun. I've never done it. Oh my gosh, what? Allie. I've never done it. I know we've just never—we've never done it. I don't know. It's a skip for us, I guess, and I don't know what I'm missing, but I haven't done it. You are—you are making a very poor decision. So you're inside talking about air conditioning. You know, get cooled down. It's a very short queue. Are we and talking then... about air conditioning again? <laughs> the show is so good, okay? The sh- like, go to the Philharmonic. LJ's shameless plug for her team of Fantasyland Hall of Presidents. Okay. <laughs> you can meet Mickey right when you walk in the park. That's, of course, a good one. Other things like the Laugh Floor, the show in Tomorrowland, or <laughs> I'm not surprised none of us picked the Carousel of Progress, although... After our Magic Kingdom episode aired, my dad, who listens to the podcast, was Uh-oh. disappointed. He was disappointed in me for not mentioning the history of the Carousel of Progress and how it was at the World's Fair and the exact structure has been brought into the park and it's preserved in all its history. So I guess for him, I'll give him that shout out, but I still wasn't inclined to pick it in my draft. Some people love it and it has like almost like a cult following. I tolerate it. I feel like it's like, okay, it's fun. I get to sit down and everything, but it's not something that I like have to do. The only other two that we didn't, that were on my list that we didn't pick were Main Street selections. And I don't know why I I waited to go Main Street, but I, I knew I had a couple that I was okay with ending up there. But low on my list, I had the Main Street shops, like shopping on Main Street, <laughs> the Emporium and the Confectionery and all of those things. It's such a great place for Mother's Day, which just happened recently as we record this. My wife got me a custom wine glass uh, made at the crystal shop there on Main Street and then had it shipped home for me as a surprise on our last trip. And it says Happily Ever After on it, which we've already talked about my deep love for that show and my team within our agency. So I just love the shops up there. And then the Magical Friendship Fair, the show that plays multiple times a day over on the castle stage with tons of princesses. That's your chance to see Anna and Elsa at Magic Kingdom, along with a lot of other princesses and their princes and you know, the Mickey and the gang. So that's a really fun show not to miss as well. Dapper Dan's is on Main Street. That's a classic. Let's talk about Casey's. How do well, we hold on, wait. Casey's? We oh, haven't wait. forgot because oh, I still have gosh. one more pick. Oh. Okay, it's but like- wait, we did fit. We did fi- forget some um, heavy hitters in Adventureland, like the egg roll wagon. No, that's a skip for me. The Dole Whip. Dole Whip counts for the Aladdins. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the princesses i'm like i'm just getting creative over here all right Allie, what's your last pick all right so carla spoiler alerted a little bit i am left with my quick service restaurant i'm actually super happy with what's left on the board i am going with casey's corner at the end of main street it is the hot dog and corn dog must eat restaurant i think it's more popular than most sit-down restaurants it is baseball themed there is a piano out front and there is somebody playing it you know a few times throughout the day it has ambiance you can 
sit at the tables and just look at the castle and watch the shows. And you could see a lot of characters and parades and things go by. It is a great location. It is typical theme park food, but still really tasty. And it's an easy, easy, quick grab. For that reason, we can eat it on the go. We can, you know, grab and walk, unlike you could do with some of the other options at Magic Kingdom. So for that, I'm going Casey's for my quick service. And I'm super happy with that pick. I can respect it. I like me some corn dog nuggies. That's what I get there as well. My kids are like, even though you know, we might have just eaten, which I always try to eat before we leave, try to keep the cost down a little bit. And they're like, corn dog nuggies and fries, cheese cup, and they're happy. All right, let's review here what we have. We will put these out on our social medias to vote in Fantasyland. I have It's a Small World. LJ, you have Seven Dwarves Mind Train and Carla, The Voyage of the Little Mermaid. In Adventureland, I have Pirates of the Caribbean. LJ, you have The Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Carla, you have the Jungle Cruise. In Frontierland, I have Thunder Mountain. LJ, you have the Country Bear Jamboree. In Carla, you have Tom Sawyer Island. Main Street, USA, I have the Walt Disney Railroad. LJ, you have the Festival of the Fantasy Parade. And Carla, you have Happily Ever After, the Nighttime Fireworks Show. Tomorrowland, I have Space Mountain. LJ has Tron. And Carla, you have the People Mover. In Liberty Square, I have the Riverboat. LJ, you have the Hall of Presidents. And Carla, you have the Haunted Mansion. Quick service. Feeling good about that one. <laughs> Quick service. I have Casey's Corner. LJ, you have Columbia Harbor House. And Carla, Pecos Bill. Sit-down restaurants. I have the Skipper Canteen. LJ has Be Our Guest. Carla, Cinderella's Royal Table. In the castle. And in Wildcard, I have Dumbo. LJ has Peter Pan's flight and Carla has Sleepy Hollow. All right. Everybody feel good about their team? I feel yep. good. Still with the Country Bear Jamboree and the Hall of the Presidents on it. Yeah. You better hope that Seven <laughs> Dwarfs and Aladdin. Tron. <laughs> Those are solid choices. I hope they have as much pull as you need, although it's questionable. I feel good. Okay. I stayed true to me. I drafted the things that I personally would ride or like to experience at Magic Kingdom. So I'm feeling good. We will put these out to a vote. Thank you all for listening. That is going to do it for us on another episode of the Smart Moms Plan Disney podcast. If you are planning, looking at planning, or ready to start planning again, and you don't already have a Smart Moms travel agent, be sure to check out the link in our bio or show notes to get connected with a free Smart Moms travel agent and podcast host. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media platforms at Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you real soon.